It's Thursday, March 18th. I'm Rudy. Did you guys have a good beer on St. Patrick's Day? Hopefully it wasn't a St. Helens malt ale. What? You've never seen the Stone Age? Ah, let's take a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Don't you hate those assholes? Don't you hate those people that are like, what? You've never seen The Outsiders? I got family members that do that crap all the time. What? You've never seen Robert Downey Jr. in Less Than Zero? No, I haven't, because that crap came out 15 years before I was even a thought. But anyways, you should see The Stone Age. I was just looking it up. St. Ellen's Malt Ale. It's kind of like the go-to funny. It's almost like a duff in The Simpsons. It's like the beer everybody knows. But I was looking it up. It's about a couple of stoners that are on their way down to that old Frankie Avalon place. If you've seen the movie, you're getting all these references. But I, as I was searching for it, it came out in 1994. First thing that popped up was badmovies.org. And I'm like, I don't think this is a bad movie. And then went to Rotten Tomatoes, checked it out. The Stone Age? 69. That's right. Barely fresh. And the most apropos number ever for that movie. But check it out. I love that movie. The Stone Age. Great soundtrack. Bluish cult all over that thing. And we're going to talk a little bit about beer. That's why I brought it up. Uh, talk a little bit about, 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 about. Talk a little bit about beer in just a moment. Uh, in the meantime... Uh, last couple of days, been uh, shooting some footage for a uh, short film that's going on for a... See, there's a lot of guys in this industry that not only is just like, you know, radio and podcasting part of what we all do, there, there's also offshoots of it. Like some guys will do stand-up comedy, some guys will do acting, you know, I know that there's a, there's a lot of ladies that are doing um, YouTube shows right now or trying to do like some sort of web series so you kind of offshoot. I mean, show business is just the, the big umbrella statement. And uh, there's a f- local movie f- uh, film fest in town called Z-Fest. And it's a good chance for all the guys that have to go out and do videos. Like, we love what we do, but do we want to schlep all of our gear to go shoot a video for a used car dealership in Owatonna, Minnesota? Hell no. Are we going to do it because they're dangling a dollar in front of us? Yeah. But it is fun to, you know... Get together with your buds and drink some beers and make a movie. That's what we've been doing the last couple of nights. I uh, got a new film coming out for Z-Fest, which is going to be in some I don't know, a couple of weeks, I think. I think they got to turn these things in by April 3rd. But it's just a good opportunity for everybody to, you know, flex their muscles. And, um, and there's really, you know, there's no, like, stress when it comes to these things. No pressure. We love to do it. And this is us getting an opportunity to be as creative as we want to be. So we've been shooting uh, at the house the last couple of days. I, I involved some family members with this one, and uh, it was cool. Last night we uh, we shot some footage with my niece, Alice, who, you know, there is something to be said about these kids that have wild imaginations. And sometimes, you know, Alice can be a handful, for sure. I don't think anybody is doubting that. And if her mom and dad were sitting next to me, they'd be definitely nodding their head. But there is something fun to watch about those kids. You know, there was times where this is the first time she's ever been in front of a camera like that. And you can just see the sparks start to fly a little bit. You know? It's like she was just naturally doing things. Like we were, I was like, hey, you, can you just be like inquisitive? Can you like be thinking about this thing really hard? 
And she would just naturally give that look like, hmm, yeah, I am thinking about this thing and I do have questions about it. It's cool when you just see the, that naturally come out of somebody. I mean, there's a lot of people that I know that have been doing this stuff for 10 years and you look at them and you're like, that's all, that's all you're giving me, guy? <laughs> that's, that's it? How long you been doing this? I don't know, man. Maybe it's time to get on the other side of the camera. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully um, we'll be able to post that. I don't know. I think I'm going to take this one because usually what they'll do is they'll let you put together a short film for Z-Fest. And then you can go out and do your own thing uh, with that film. And then you can hold off because you want to enter it in other film fests and whatnot. Um, everybody I know who's read our script uh, has gotten a good chuckle out of it. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to parlay this thing into more film fests and to uh, maybe do a good YouTube following with it. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to give away too much with it because I always hate that. I always hate when people are like, well, I got this project going on. And then here's everything that you shouldn't know going into the film. And then you get done watching. And you're like, well, I kind of already had an idea what was going to happen. You know, <laughs> there was like no anticipation. I get it. You gave away all the good parts in the trailer. It's like my biggest gripe with Adam Sandler movies. All the funny stuff. Just watch the trailer. You don't need the rest of the, you know, hour and 57 minutes. We know what's going to happen. It's not going to be that great, and you're going to go, well, all the good stuff was in the trailer. All right, moving on. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about beer. So yesterday, I actually ended up in St. Paul, Minnesota, because it is, like, hands down one of the best places to go for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Usually, it is gangbusters, man. It is just wall-to-wall, every bar completely packed, people just getting hammer-timed. And last night was pretty low-key, but uh, a friend of mine had said, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. You want to get together? It's been like, I don't know, 10, 11 years. And um, I said, yeah, absolutely. We used to work at an old radio station. Um, you know, like every rock station kind of like has their, you know, their calendar girls. You know, if you go to like a, I don't know if they do it anymore because I'm sure it's probably part of cult, uh, cancel culture, but like hot chick of the day. Uh, this gal was a, um, she was a former, they called her the X-Girls. And, uh, yeah, we used to chum around with, like, you know, friends and bands. We know a lot of the same people. And, you know, um, it's just been a long time. And just out of nowhere, she kind of dropped me a line and was like, hey, uh, you got nothing going on St. Patrick's Day. I'm looking for somebody to drink a couple of beers with. Let's meet in St. Paul. So uh, we went over there, checked it out. Um, I'm glad I finally went out. Like, last year I didn't do anything on St. Patrick's Day. And I don't think I did anything the year before that. The year before that, I remember we were all at O'Gara's having a couple of drinks because it was middle of the day and I th- man St. Patrick's Day may have been on a Friday that year Friday or a Saturday but I remember it being like an early outside in the tent with the heaters type of situation and I was kind of missing it you know used to celebrate hard you know right away when you kind of like at college age and then it kind of fizzles out but it's kind of fun now you know I don't mind so much going and buying the fake leprechaun hat and the green glasses and throwing on the leprechaun socks, you know, wearing a t-shirt with a shamrock on it. Enjoy that stuff. Why don't you, why don't we lean into that stuff more? I think it's kind of fun to just poo-poo it all the time. But uh, yeah, uh, hit it up, uh, hit it up, hit up. What the hell's the matter with me today? Hit up a couple of breweries on the uh, south side of uh, downtown St. Paul. Went to Bad Weather. Man, they got great beer. Damn, they got great beer. Phenomenal beer, actually. Uh, and then another place that's right next to it, a joint called Waldman, where basically they took this old house. It looks like something Thomas Edison would be drinking beers in. And they basically just turned it into a brewery. I mean, you literally walk in, man. It looks like somebody's actual household, you know. Um, 
I don't know. It, it's a great concept. It's like there's like oil lanterns on the walls. You know, like <laughs> you feel like dude should be sitting around trying to draft up the Declaration of Independence in this place. But uh, yeah, it was cool, man. And uh, I got up this morning and came, and I was having a thought about this last night while I was at bad weather. And this is just going to go ahead and sort of hammer my point home that I'm going to get to in just a second here. So there was a a gentleman who was at a brewery who had an altercation with one of the managers and went home that night, sent an email to the brewery, and in it had a little bit of a misspelling. He went to say, your manager is a bitch, which he then forgot the A and said, your manager is bitch, which in great brewery fashion, those guys took that phrase put out a brand new beer and called it your manager is bitch. It is directed towards me, for sure. I was the so-called, you know. We had to end up calling the cops on him because he would not leave the premises and he also assaulted a staff member. The only way that we could, at least on our side, was through beer. We decided to support our staff for the backlash that they've been receiving, basically by labeling it. No other perfect way to stand up for all of the people that have been pretty much, like, abused during all of this. Well thinking about this last night because the gal who was serving us at one of the uh, the breweries kind of rough around the edges she had asked like uh i said hey I, w- I would like to have this style of beer and she went do you want that on nitro and i was like um you know what i guess i've never had it on nitro you tell me w- what do you think and she went do you want it crisp or not I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that, but whatever you suggest. And she kind of rolled her eyes and walked away from me, which I get. Sometimes if you've answered that question a hundred times throughout the day, probably a thousand times in your lifetime, you get a little bit of, you get perturbed by it. And I'm probably not the easiest guy because I'm, you know, I'm up there like trying to crack jokes and they got a line and ha ha ha. So to hear that somebody had not only an altercation with dude to work at a brewery, but then assaulted one of them. That guy got to be a badass. Because I feel like brewery workers are the new like journeyman welders. Where back in the day, if you knew like a guy was a journeyman welder or that guy was like a construction dude, you didn't screw with him. You found out that guy pounded nails for a living and you're like, he's got rough hands. I bet he hits like Thor's hammer. Why would you ever want to fight that guy? Brewery workers are kind of that new, you know, we don't have a lot of dudes that are in the trades nowadays. So they're kind of like the new bastion of that guy. They're like, you know, they're all tatted up and they got the beards and usually a black hoodie on. My buddy Nick, downtown Nick Brown, who is a listener of A Long Walk to Cleveland, that guy has been working at breweries forever. He's probably one of the most ridiculous, funniest guys that I've ever met. Would never fight him. He's a big softy, but I'm telling you right now, you get a couple of drinks in that guy, he'll hit you with a couple of Conor McGregor-style elbows, and you're going to be seeing stars for days. I don't know anybody who would work at a brewery who's not a huge pussy. Like, these guys will throw down. I don't, <laughs> seriously. You're around beer all day. I bet the, I bet the amount of, like, percentage of body tattoos on brewery workers, I bet the average would have to be, like, 35%. And I'm not talking about 35% of people in the industry would have tattoos. I'm talking about body coverage of tattoos. Each brewery (laughs) worker, on average, that's going to be less. You're going to have like maybe the one gal who's behind the counter with the uh, bandana tied around her hair with just the one straight-up forearm tattoo. 
And then you're going to have the other guy in the back who's just completely covered head to toe in them. You average that out, it's 34%. It's got to be somewhere in there. Because I don't, I've never seen anybody who works at a brewery ever post about, you know, Pepe Le Pew. I've never seen anybody throw it. Like, they're just too busy. The industry is booming too much. There's too much at stake for these guys to worry about that crap. And that's what I love about it. It's why I dig rock climbers. Their minds are not set to what is happening in the world. Their minds are set to, if I make a mistake, I'm going to fall off the side of this goddamn cliff. And that's all that they are thinking about. So if you are a brewery worker and you listen to this podcast, first and foremost, and why? Are, yeah, first, I've met a couple of huge dicks that <laughs> work in the service. They're from the military. We always say thank you for your service. No, 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 I'm saying thank you to you for your service to the guys who are out there cranking it out. The guys who are putting out brand new IPAs. The guys who are redeveloping new hazies once every three weeks. Those are the guys I'm going to say thank you for your, for your service. Before you lose your mind, obviously, if I see a guy. Dude, we saw a guy. We were at a brewery the other night. We saw three dudes all in those, like the onesie jumpsuits, like the fighter pilot jumpsuits. And I was like, man, that's such a badass move. Wearing that thing out in public. Every girl there was like staring at him. You want to talk about regrets? Try being five foot six and knowing that you could have been a fighter pilot. Like at 18, if somebody could just turn back the time right now, I would go back and I would be a fighter pilot in the Air Force. How badass would that be? And I was like the perfect size for it. You got to be tiny. They really, I mean, seriously, you can grow out at like 5'10. And that's it, man. I don't think those fighter pilots are anything more than like 5'9, 5'10, and that's it. You can't fit inside the cockpit. Like when they do like the Blue Angels go out and do the meet and greet thing, those guys, when you meet them, they're diminutive. They are small dudes. And it makes sense. You got to be able to fit inside the cockpit. And usually two people. So you got to be even smaller. Damn it, I would have been perfect. Enough of this moving around the country and trying to keep up with radio and all that garbage. I could have been a fighter pilot for like four years and then just stamp my ticket. Been great flying around for Delta, Sun Country. Hell, I would have even taken Spirit Airlines. Why not? If it's going to pay me to fly and go to sweet places, I'm in. Ah. I don't know. I see those guys that are rocking like the fatigues, man, and I just go, what? badasses. Every single one of you. A couple of them can be huge dicks. <laughs> Not pointing any fingers, but the few, the proud, the Marines. But for the most part, um, you're a brewery worker, dude. You can throw the nuts. I wouldn't screw with you. I wonder how many guys get out of, like, MMA fighting. You know, they do that for, you know, two and a half, three years. And they're like, well, I could be a first-grade teacher or I could run on down to the local brewery and mix some brews all day and have no problem showing up the guns with the tattoos. Too bad we can't get a percentage on that. It's got to be high. Thank you so much once again for listening to A Long Walk to Cleveland. Make sure you subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Tomorrow, being Friday, it's going to be the last one of the week. So make sure you go out and enjoy. If you didn't have any beers for St. Patrick's Day, make sure you have a couple tonight going into your Friday. Enjoy. It's the pre-end. You have taken A Long Walk to Cleveland.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.